This podcast contains explicit content, language, and sexual situations. It is intended for adults 18 years of age and older. These thoughts and opinions expressed are not those of any specific employer, group, or individual. And with the rat race, we decided to sell everything and move to Cancun, Mexico. Now we do what we love. Work, party, and play in the middle of paradise. Now we want to share the fun that we get to have every day. Come to room 77. Let's play. Just watch me. All right, Lauren, get your face out of your phone and pay attention to (laughs) the podcast that you're supposed to be recording. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm just. How are you? How's how's life? How's everything else? You feeling good inside? How's your chakras? Um, they're so in line, except for that green one. Always my, hangs a little to the left. My chakras are fighting with one another right now. They're all not getting along like wow. bad, bad roommates. It's not good doing a, a show on it, calling it the real chakras of Cancun. Mm. It's it's a play on the housewives. If you didn't get that joke. <laughs> If you did, it just wasn't funny. Uh, All right. So we have a story to tell our listener this time. And this one happens to be a story of redemption. (laughs) They're not going to get it if they're listening to this backwards. It doesn't matter. It's always a story of redemption. So uh, here's the thing that I wanted to talk about you. And this, there is sex coming up in this episode. There is. There is some very, very hot sex watching and doing sex stuff. Now, before we start, I want to remind uh, the listener that we had you in the past four appointments. <laughs> Was it appointments? <laughs> yeah, that's what you decided. The last after. four sessions, you were 0 and 4. Yes. 0 and 4, meaning every time you tried to have sex with a male counterpart, mm-hmm. you failed miserably. I did. You did. I you did. could not get a penis inside of you. Nope. You're being threatened to be thrown off the team. I know. I didn't want to be put on the bench, but you know, I I understand if if that's how it was going to be. But you gave me, you know, my fifth try. Yeah, and I said, "This is it. This is all you get." Now, in this particular scenario, I think we really shine through. This falls into a story of batting outside of your league, right? Yeah. This is one of those stories where as as a lifestyle couple, you usually walk into scenarios, whether it's a party or a Walmart, whatever you're in, <laughs> you look at another couple or you look at a person, it could be a single, I don't know. And you could say, that person's never going to have sex with me. Yeah. Uh, I'm not even going to try. Yeah. Uh, They're way out of my league. I'm not even going to try. I'm just going to be nice to them. And I'm just going to hope that they just like me as a person. Yeah. That's, that's my bar yeah, right now. Yeah, for sure. That that he or she is just like, yeah, they're pretty cool. I'm like, all right, good enough for me. <laughs> good enough. You know what? Sex is too much to ask for. As long as you like me as a person, I feel better. For sure. And that's what this couple sort of falls into. Now, the thing that makes this couple a little bit different is how we met them and how it sort of led up to uh, a sexual encounter. Number one, not staying in a lifestyle resort, a vanilla hotel mm-hmm. that is up the beach from us. Mm-hmm. People that contacted us and they're going to be in town and said, uh, hey, do uh, you want to come down to the beach and uh, hang out? <laughs> now, this particular day, we were on our way to Liverpool, <laughs> not the city across the pond. Right. We were on our way to a store called Liverpool, which is basically like the Macy's of, of Mexico. I don't even remember what we were supposed to get. A mirror. Yeah, I think we're, we're off to Liverpool to buy a mirror for the bathroom because Richard bought a mirror that cuts him off at the neck. That's what I installed. And then after that happened, I'm like, well, this is stupid. 
curious what the rest of myself looks like. So I had to go get a mirror. I had to replace that. So um, I leave for this encounter. Now we walk, we take a walk almost every day. Every day that we can, we take a walk. We're like, hey, we're going to stop by and we're going to see these people. Uh, who also brought us gum. Who also brought us gum. <laughs> I'm not thinking really sex stuff. I'm not really thinking lifestyle stuff. I'm just like, I'm going to go for my walk. Yeah. I say hi to these people, talk, have a good conversation. And then I'm going to walk back and I'm going to go to Liverpool. I'm going to buy my mirror so I can see the rest of my body. Yeah. Right. That's my plan. Well, it usually doesn't last very long because security will come and sweep you away. At- I mean, jumping ahead a little bit, but oh, uh, sorry. That, that's sort of the, the issue that we have hanging out. You can't really hang out. Yeah, you can't. So you're like, oh, yes, we'll come say hi. Yeah. So there's not a, really a plan to stick around that long because usually security does come along and they say, hey, what room are you in? <laughs> and you say, I'm in 1234. <laughs> They say, you're lying. And I say, not it. And then I run away. That's how, that's how we handle that situation, usually. So, uh, so we take a walk up to the beach. We meet this, this fine couple. Now, this is where things get a little bit different for uh, lifestyle. And I think, I think people who are in the lifestyle or getting into the lifestyle will understand sort of the Im- intimidation and the, the, the feeling that you have going on inside of you. When I say that this couple is beautiful. It's almost an understatement. Yeah. Right. Uh, Both of them are just beautiful. Beautiful. There's not a person on earth that would look at these two and say they are not beautiful people. Yeah, for sure. Immediately. Uh, Also, uh, I'm pretty sure 20 years younger than us. (laughs) Or at least that's how it felt. (laughs) So immediately I see them. I am not in any condition. I don't even know if I showered, to be honest. I don't know if I showered to be there. I just sort of threw on anything. We walked up the beach. They waved us over. They look perfect. Because when you're a perfect human being like they are, not only do you look perfect, you somehow have the uncanny ability to buy the perfect clothing. (laughs) I don't know how those two things go together. They must go to a a secret school or something where you're both beautiful and fashionable. (laughs) And then while they're at the fashionable place, they like, and by the way, let me give you the number of the secret hairdresser. Uh, that's what I was going to say. And perfect hair. Perfect hair on both of them. Yes. By the way, uh, him has not lost. He still has the same hair, head of hair he's probably had since he was 15 years old. Yeah, I, okay? I bet. She is only described as a bombshell. Like that yeah. is the description of her. That's absolutely the perfect word for her. What does she look like? She's a bombshell. I mean, she's from head to toe. A fucking bombshell, right? You're like, I know exactly what she looks like. Exactly. Yeah. Him, I would say the way to describe him would be professional soccer player. Yeah, I was going to say like triathlete. Yeah, triathlete. Something. Yeah, he does a lot of that uh, paleoton. Oh, yeah. Paleoton stuff, he he told us, which is going to come into play a little bit later in in the story. So we start to sit down. We start talking to them. I'm physically covering my body with things. And I'm not even kidding. With gum. I think you're holding like the bag or box or something. I wasn't holding the gum. No, the gum was on the table. But I immediately started chewing it out of uh, nervousness. So I sit down and I'm like, oh, I'm just going to talk to these people like they're not aliens from the planet Beautiful. I start talking to them and they wind up uh, being very nice, very sweet. And uh, I'm spending my time doing a few different things. Number one, I wanted to get some sun, mm-hmm. right? So I'm like, well, if I have to talk to these people, I, I need to get some sun while I'm doing it. <laughs> so I move into a position where at least the back of me is getting some sun. 
Number two, I'm trying to not be caught by the security person. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. So I'm spending my time not trying to get caught sitting at a hotel that we're not staying at. Number three, I'm just trying to think about going to Liverpool and getting my mirror, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. how am I going to do that later? Or is it getting too late or whatever? Those are the only three things I'm doing. We're talking. You start talking to her again. I was just saying, and, and, and I think you're the same way. First, I hadn't eaten. That's how unprepared I was. <laughs> I didn't even eat because I thought that's how fast we'd be back. Yeah. I'm sure they're not going to eat there because I'm not staying at the hotel. No. Start getting really thirsty because we're talking and start getting nervous because yeah, like, they're so pretty. Yeah. Can I get some water? I, I, I don't know. Can you? Can you? So uh, we got some water and I'm, I'm always, for, I'm a rule follower. Yes. Right? So I always feel like, oh, I'm going to get caught. I'm going to get kicked out. And my wife, on the other hand, is a rule breaker. <laughs> you both start asking, we start talking about sun that I'm trying to get. And you're like, um, can you uh, can you be topless here? And she says, I don't know. <laughs> well, I do. The answer is no. You can't just be topless anywhere. That's not actually a thing. And in Mexico, you can't be topless on a beach. So after hearing my opinion on this matter, you two decide, oh, we're going to take our tops off anyway. <laughs> so... I immediately well, think she was like she was like I think they said something about it at chicken. I think yeah. she just made it up. Yeah. Vague. Just vague <laughs> enough to, another way to say it. I'm just going to do whatever I want anyway. Yeah. No one takes my opinion or what my thoughts were worth and they say oh, I'm going to I'm just going to do it anyway. And uh because I think Mexico there are no laws and you you can just take your top off sure. and it's okay. Everybody knows who knows you knows that you are not a big-breasted woman. Right. Right. So uh when you take off your top it's not like they're like wow, 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 it really <laughs> fell out. Holy <laughs> shit, look at those things bounce. Uh that is not Something that happens to you. <laughs> so uh, her, on the other hand, huge fucking titties. It's dead. Everything inside of me is trying to hide from the security people. And I go, well, literally, if there's any way to draw attention to the situation we're in where we shouldn't be in, it's get naked in a crowd of people who where you can't get naked. <laughs> how long? How did that go, by the way? Because <laughs> I couldn't even look. I didn't to this. I didn't even look. We were like, let's go walk on the beach and take our top off because we thought it would be like maybe they're staring back at the hotel Mm -hmm. and they weren't going to look at the beach. Mm -hmm. I think it was maybe 45 seconds. 45 (laughs) seconds before they said, ma'am, put your titties back in. (laughs) I said. Put your titties back in. And how how does she handle that? (laughs) She played dumb like, oh my God, I thought they (laughs) sent in a check. And I'm yeah. so sorry. Again, I've said this before. Very different reaction than if two guys were like, what do you mean I have to wear pants on the beach? Yeah, I can't take my cock out. I thought they said it at check-in. Something at check-in. They said, guys, you can let your cocks out. Here's, we have four restaurants, a swim-up bar. You can also take your cocks out and we have room service. Great. Room service, huh? <laughs> So we're sitting there now. I'm still not. I'm, st- I'm still. I'm just in the mode now of of, of don't get caught. You guys get tequila arrest- starts happening. arrested. Yeah, and then they start ordering tequila, and I'm like, oh, I have an empty stomach now. Tequila is rolling. We're sitting in this. We're doing illegal stuff at the at the beach. <laughs> it's not illegal. <laughs> and and I'm like, all right, well, let's we'll stay a little bit. And then the thought comes over my body where everything shifts for a second. I go, wait, do they? Are they flirting with us? Like, are they? No, they're not flirting with us. Surely these two supermodels are not flirting with us. (laughs) 
And I think, oh, then I start to to shift gears a little bit. You sort of sit down next to me. I think you wanted to sit in the sun or mm-hmm. something. He's like, well, come and sit over next to me. And I think that's when... It clicked. Yeah, but also she had made a few comments about you being pretty. And also, I would like to mention to our listener that during this period, right when I was like, oh, I think they may like want to do stuff. I, By the way, I don't know how any of that actually happens, but <laughs> I think they may want to do stuff. But at this point, a little old Mexican couple sits down, I think within three feet of where we were all sitting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let the shit show begin. <laughs> Another round of tequila shots, please. Right. Now, I think what I first, I, I'm st- first of all, I can't stop staring at the bodies. Like, I'm just like, oh God. His but, body was that body type that I like. It is that body type that you like. But more in line with that, she's a bombshell. I look over at him. I look at his crotch and I'm like, is he hard right now? Or is that just his, his flaccid penis? Because of course he has on the perfect shorts that not only accentuate his perfectly toned legs, but also accentuate his perfect penis. And it's just sort of sitting there. And I'm like, I don't know if if he's not excited, he's got a pretty big cock. If he is excited, then I'm right. And yeah, they want to do stuff. They want to do stuff like he's getting he's getting a little semi right now. And then I noticed that you guys are kind of were you touching one? I don't know what was happening. I was just in a panic at that point. What was happening? He was sort of trying to like he'd wiggle his foot and then he'd let it like fall and touch my leg. And then his he was he, foot flirting. Yeah. And then his fingers were just sort of resting on the arm of of our lounge chair that you and I were sharing. And he just started like playing with my elbow skin. The skin on your elbow. My elbow skin, yeah. (laughs) I think it was like a nervous thing mm-hmm. and i honestly i have don't even know if he knew he was doing it because he may have been thinking about is my foot touching her once he grabbed my arm i just reached over and just tested to see is he hard or is he i just reached over and started rubbing his package right that's i give zero, zero fucks the couple next to us who was watching it <laughs> i'm sure did give a few fucks <laughs> I think he got up and left. Well, he got up and left. Yeah. Right. Which left her, the wife there, alone, aghast. Mm-hmm. I mean, just, she was staring like she was watching a reality show, but live. Like, we're, today, for the hotel entertainment, we're going to bring you a shit show. <laughs> she was just laying there, sort of wide-eyed, lying on her stomach in the middle of a sun, getting sun, and just sort of staring at us, but did not want to turn the channel. No. Because she did keep her position that was facing directly towards us. And I don't even know what we were talking about, but I know that we kept saying like, it's risque things. Well, yeah, I kept always, I kept telling stories and, and I'm like, so the cog is the, and I kept turning around like, oops, sorry. <laughs> this whole time you're, you're starting to do stuff with him and I'm looking at her and I'm like, I'm not touching her. Uh, there's no way I'm touching her because at the very best, right. I'm thinking at this point, well, they don't want any part of me. They just want, Lauren at this uh, point, which is fine. They're they're hot enough where they can they I feel like they are they earned it. They would take care of me. Just go. <laughs> you guys are gonna you have, can a, have her. You gotta have a great threesome. It's I understand that you don't want me in this mess messing it up. I get Aww. it. Uh don't no no no, don't feel bad. I just it's like, you know, uh 
you weren't feeling up to their level. Yeah, it's like, oh, we have a black tie affair and then Larry the Cable Guy shows up. Mm. But I'm looking at her, I'm like, I'm not touching her. I'm not going to touch her because she's going to be like, ew, gross. Stop it. You're gross. like a hundred. And kind of fat. And I don't know if you see my husband, but he paleotons like every day. And he's kind of a dick, but he's allowed because look at him. And so just like chill. Mm. I'm into your wife. I like to do some girl and girl stuff. Mm-hmm. With pretty girls. And if you could keep your disgusting old hands off me. That'd be awesome. Thank you. Why don't you go to Liverpool and leave Lauren? Yeah, that's probably what they were hoping. (laughs) That's why I kept bringing it up. Like, are you going to go to Liverpool? So he did. He kept bringing it up and he was like, are you going to go to Liverpool today? And I was like, um, you know what? We don't, we don't have to go. I mean, it's just a mirror. Yeah. Right. And, uh, so I cancel plans on the spot. Now they start ordering more and more drinks. Uh, the woman who's next to us is getting closer and closer to us. I, I think she may have a heart attack. And then he challenges you to kiss her, right? Sorry. That I watched. I made perfect lips on the perfect face on the perfect body. Yeah, it's just, fuck, fuck. I, it's just, whatever. It wasn't so much the kiss for me. It was watching the kiss and then turning to the lady that was lying next to us, watching you two kiss and almost her shaking her head in disapproval, just sort of shaking her head. And I'm thinking- Oh, I missed that. Well, she wasn't. I may have been making that up in my head, but I was thinking the husband is still gone. Uh I I can only hear that conversation. She's like, I'm sorry, what happened while I was gone? (laughs) God damn it. They took their tops off, came back, and then they started making out. And then, and then the husband started making out with the other man's wife because that's ultimately what happened. She kissed me. And I thought, oh, this could actually happen. However, I have a few problems here. I am not bathed. I am not fed. I'm not fed. I'm not, I don't have my supplies with me. And they want to sneak us into the room. And I think I have too much anxiety. For There's that. no way I'll get hard with this kind of pressure. No, I don't have the stamina for that. Mm-hmm. Right. But if I rode a paleoton every day, you might. Do you ride a Peloton? Yeah, it's a bike. Oh, oh. I mean, they have other things now, but that's originally it was a bike. Right. I make an audible call and I say, look, why don't you just come back to our house? We can walk back to our place. And, you know, we, we have done it before. We can have sex there. It was a little bit of convincing. Because yeah. I, I'm sure like anybody, I, you know, I want to stay in the comfort of my own place. Oh, yeah. But I said, look, it, it, we don't have to worry about anybody. It's our place. You know, and uh, all of my supplies are there and I can eat something right. because I'm going to die. Yeah. The sexiest thing in the world is saying, hey, let's have a play session, uh, but grab a little bite to eat beforehand. <laughs> so we walk back to our place. Like there's all these neighbors down there and here we bring in Miss Bombshell. They're having like a little get together. A couple of the neighbors, these two bombshells walk up with us. The, one of the neighbor's wife here starts talking more that I've ever seen her talk before. She's like literally flirting with the dude right in front of her face. I'm like, who's this lady? (laughs) You're all whores. All of you. One of you is in the lifestyle. You just haven't told the other person yet. Some people just own it. So, uh, so we go into the house. I I'm pretty sure he would have taken off his clothes immediately or, or they would have, I think she did take off her clothes pretty, pretty quickly. Am I right? Well, we both wanted to shower. So I showered first and then I came out and it was just like, yeah, let's like make out, like let's do stuff. We got down to it pretty quickly. We'll be right back. Do you like keeping it up? We do. (laughs) 
Do you know what Patreon is? Well, you should, and here's why. Patreon is what's allowed us to live in paradise and have sex with strangers. It's also the reason that we're able to keep that up. Patreon is the reason that I'm able to watch my wife be violated by men and women, most of them strangers, and you are an active participant in that. You are complicit, and in most states, that means you are an accessory to a very serious crime, but not here at Room 77. That means that you are a playmate, and you are our friend, and you are helping us keep it up. Laura, tell them what they get when you're a Patreon over at Room 77. Now? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now. Oh, okay. You get access to Telegram with all of our sexy members over sharing all the time, live video chat, new event promotions, early edition or special edition podcast, a month free to OnlyFans, free workshop, blogs, sexy surprises, and more. And a personal shout out on the next Room 77 podcast episode like this. Special thanks to Keenan, David, Avery and Susan, Boxes to Boxes, Arthur, Jean-Paul, BLT, Michael, Josh, Martinez, Andy, Sarah, Pedro, Christopher, Jordan, Imhai, and Tricky Ricky. Those are all people that we had sex with this month. Thank you. Go to patreon.com forward slash room 77 and help us keep it up. Hashtag keep it up. The the visuals alone were like, this is just kind of, kind of ridiculous. And I felt like it wasn't happening, but she had a confidence in her that was pretty incredible. What I mean is, and he was kind of the same way, which is, I love sex. Yeah. I love doing this. Let's fucking do it. Yeah. There's not a lot of question. There's not a lot of insecurity. It's like, I own this and I want to fucking do it. And they got down and dirty really, really quickly. This is at a point in my life. I I just feel frumpy. Uh, I I just do. Literally the past few couples that we've been with, their bodies have been just a coincidence. Their bodies have been just spectacular, Mm -hmm. right? I understand you all look good, right? But I did. I was like, this is this is the only way this is going to work. This is the rule I gave her. I was like, look, you guys are really t- too pretty, honestly. And it's making me really insecure. So I'm going to need you to go with this, okay? Anybody out there who wants to use this, feel free. It's yours. I do this stuff for you so that we learn and then we can pass it on to you. Hashtag giving. So... <laughs> I said, look, this is what I need from you. I need you to tell me right now that you are into husky men. Oh, yeah. She's like, what? I said, I need you to be like, I just really like a husky guy. Like, he's just sort of husky. You know what I mean? Like, extra weight. A little extra meat on his bones. All right. Because I'm looking at your husband and he looks like he just, just placed silver or gold in some sort of decathlon. Yeah. He was on a Nike commercial, I'm sure. Some yeah. Bullshit. I just need you to look at me and in a convincing way, say to me, my husband looks like that, but I'm kind of into husky guys. And she did. She was like, hey, I really like that husky look. Good enough for me. Let's do this. Right? God, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, remember that, guys. If you, there's nothing wrong with asking your partner to to role play in any way that you want them. Yeah. I'm really into husky guys who are losing their hair. <laughs> there's something about it that I don't know. Ever since I was a cheerleader in high school, I always used to look at the janitor and I was like, oh, Kevin. <laughs> it was you take me in the janitor's closet and want to feel that belly. It just there's nothing like she took a little too far when she was like, Oh, I can't wait to hold on to your back fat. I'm like, Whoa, no, whoa, that's just insulting. Can't use my back fat as handles. That's not fair or nice, and it's not making me feel good. Okay, I, I was really intimidated, I really was. Yeah, yeah, 
How about you? Well, again, he was an amazing kisser. So we started off kissing and I just immediately felt at ease because that's something that helps me feel another person's energy. Mm -hmm. But he did start to get nervous. This is what I remember. Whether he got nervous or not, it doesn't matter. He went down on you. And then I was like, I should go down on her. I'm just going to do whatever he does. Mm -hmm. It's going to be like a mirror thing. So I go down on her and it was really good. And uh, well, I don't know how good I was. I just know that she had a fantastic vagina. It was so pretty. Of course. Yeah. Of course course. she has to have a beautiful pussy. I'm sure it it had a cute little jacket. (laughs) Beautiful asshole, beautiful pussy. Everything beautiful. And him. So at one point he was like on his back. This is when I was like, I like this dude. He was on his back doing something and stroking his cock at the same time. I have a thing for, uh, Guys who are not afraid to stroke their cock. Mm-hmm. I would encourage more women to actually touch themselves during sex as well. I think there's too many men out there who feel like touching my own cock is forbidden during a sexual encounter. Right. I, I just, I just, it's funny. I don't that. know why. Yeah. But they, they, they refuse to like stroke themselves. And even to the point where they're like, here, come on, play with it. Get me hard. <laughs> you got two hands. <laughs> I'm fucking eating your wife out and I'm busy. Get to it. <laughs> Right. But if you watch porn, all they're doing is jacking off in between. It's true. Yeah. That's all they're doing. Why? Because it fucking works. <laughs> so that's when I look at him and I'm like, he doesn't give a shit. Zero yeah. fucks. I can't remember who fucked who first. I don't think it really matters. I think uh, <laughs> he told his wife afterwards, he's like, I started losing my heart on because I started getting nervous and I got in my head. And then Lauren did this thing where she like, I don't know what she did, oh, grab my cock and my balls at the same time and was doing this stuff down there. I don't even know what she was doing, but I got so fucking hard. Yeah, he uh, he he was a pretty confident guy. But again, the brain is a powerful, a powerful tool. All I was thinking at that point was, oh, my God, she broke she broke the curse. Oh, my curse. Yes. I thought you were talking about the the girl. No, yeah. No, she broke the curse. I looked over and you had a penis inside of you. I was so happy. I'm like, yay. Yay. I don't have to throw you off the team. This is fantastic. We're still together. I really enjoyed watching him fuck you. Now, one of the things that she had told us was she was like, she had just done DP for the first time. Mm -hmm. And I was incredibly jealous because I wish I was the person that she did DP with so that she could tell the next couple, I just did DP and that person would be me. (laughs) But now I'm like, well, how do I top that? She just had DP. Right. Well, like, can I do 3P? I don't know. I don't know how to. to, Lauren, get your strap on. Yeah, do something at this point. She'd done anal, vaginal, uh, DP. Well, I was like, have you ever done double vagina DP? Mm -hmm. She said, no, but I'd like to. Now, there was a point where he was behind her fucking her. And I was just sort of watching. And I was like, how can I slide in and under and then get inside of her all in one thing? That's what I realized. DP is not a spontaneous move. There's no way to spontaneously get into a DP position. And after that, I noticed in porn, there's usually always a cut. That's right. There's a cut, right? It's not like it ever happens sort of spontaneously. There's a cut. And then it's like it sort of dissolves into the DP. It's like there was a lot of coordination and prep that went into that DP. And I was like, "Mm, maybe next time. I think I may break the moment here or 
something. <laughs> I don't even want to test it at this point. You came. Yes. Is that true? Did I was, I was super turned on first because she was doing stuff to me and she was going down on me and you were fucking her. And then she started using her fingers, which I don't know why guys haven't grasped this concept that you eat us out and use fingers at the same time. Anyway, side note. Multitasking, not our, not our forte. Yeah. So, but she knew what she was doing. Of course and she did. <laughs> she's just because she's perfect. Yep. And so when you were fucking her, every time you would fuck her, she would shove her fingers inside. And I don't think it, she meant to, but it was just the, the movement of her and it, the visual because her body was so fucking gorgeous and you behind her. I was getting so freaking wet. I was so turned on. And then you came over and started fucking me and you're like, oh my God, you are so wet. You were dripping wet. You passed wet. me off. I was like, get go do something with your wet, wet vagina. I can barely feel you. Do something about that. It's disgusting. <laughs> so then he started fucking me. Let's talk about the cardio. Let's bring that into the concept here because he did not stop fast fucking me hard. For, I was at least five minutes solid. Yeah, he's a better fucker. He is on the Peloton being hashtag better fucker for himself, which is why I say being a good fuck is is 90% cardio. Me, again, first one to come, <laughs> not only because I'm a child inside, but also because uh, I'm lazy and I have no cardio. And I'm like, I've had enough. I know it was the first to come. Yeah. Because I watched everybody else come. And she claims, I don't know if she's telling the truth, but she claims that I did make her come. Not, I don't know if my from my penis or not. I, I don't really remember. It doesn't matter. She said I made her come. I'm going to stick with that. Yeah. I was fucking her and once again, did not want to come. This is a common story with me. I did not want to come. I said, oh, I'm going to come. I'm going to, I'm going to take like a little break. At this point, oh, I was fucking her doggy. Uh-huh. Okay. I was taking her from behind. Sometimes that can be good. Sometimes it can be intimidating. It's it's just like, it's the, the reason for me is because it's not your go-to position, right? Oh. So I don't have a lot of experience in doggy style. I, like, it's not like my wife loves it. My wife, you're my wife, by the way. Oh. My wife sometimes gets hurt by my <laughs> penis and doggy. Yeah. So I always have that fear with doggy and forget that some people actually enjoy it. <laughs> So I'm always like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? That's right. Funny. I had pushed her down onto her stomach because I just wanted to be on top of her. I pushed her down onto her stomach and I was sort of in that position where her legs were closed. On her back or on no, her she's stomach? she's on her stomach, but I'm still inside of her. So she's almost flat, like, okay. a, like a board, legs together, but my penis is still oh, inside yeah. of her, right? And I'm fucking her like that, which makes you tighter, which she didn't need to be. But I'm inside her and I say, oh God, I'm going to come. Now, this is when something really fucking weird happens. Oh, no. Now, there are stories, maybe folklore. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. But there are stories where men have stuck their penises inside of pool vacuums. <laughs> and if I had to bet of what they were thinking it felt like when they stuck their penis inside the pool intake. <laughs> I imagine this is what they thought it would feel like. She grabbed onto my penis and it was like her vag was massaging my penis. It was the strangest, most awesome, most awesome <laughs> 
feeling in the world. And she knew what she was doing. Oh, she, yeah. Because we had asked her. After, yeah. So I, was like, I said, what the fuck was that? What the fuck was that? It was like she had two little tiny vaginal hands in there. <laughs> that were massaging my cock inside of her uterus. I was like, what the fuck was that? What the fuck was that? And then he looked at me and he's like, uh-huh. Yeah, she's got really strong Kegel muscles. <laughs> yeah, you did it too, right? Right, baby? I literally got off the bed and fell on the floor and laid flat on my back. That was to say, don't touch me because I'm having a moment right now because that was, I stepped out of my own body. It was like, Holy shit. Holy shit. Yeah, I haven't seen you do that very often. It was a lot. Like I saw my dead relatives. It was <laughs> insane. And I did it, laid there for a little bit. And then I got to get back up and I got to watch him. I got to watch you come yeah. and I got to watch him come. Mm -hmm. And that was another interesting thing that he said. He was like, because I came, it was like, oh, okay. I, I can come now because I won't be first. And right, right, right. I'm not a competitive person. This whole time, I'm like, <laughs> oh, is that a thing? Oh, I always come first. Who's the big fucking loser? Richard. <laughs> He's making sex in a foursome like a fucking paleoton spin class. <laughs> I guess so. But I'm like, is it, gotta keep going. Every sexual situation I've been in, have they walked out of the room and went like, he came first? <laughs> <laughs> yep, I think so. That's how it is. He's the big loser. <laughs> But congratulations to you for taking that beautiful, beautiful cock, that beautiful, beautiful couple up to us. I mean, I'm so proud of us. I really am. And and the fact that I just the whole thing, it was a, it was a really fun situation. A was, long shot. That long shot. And we never, closed it. Never got the mirror. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, I had said to her, best compliment that I gave her is I'll give you the best compliment. When I was fucking you, the only thing my voice inside of my brain was saying, I cannot believe I'm having sex with this person. I can't believe it. I can't believe I'm having sex with this bombshell. <laughs> it was, it was great. I don't know if we'll ever have sex with a prettier couple, physically prettier. I really don't. It was so beautiful, like the whole visual thing. I felt like I was inside of a porn. I really did. It was the level of sex, just so high, like the action part. She knew what she was doing. He was going for a long time. Their bodies were gorgeous. Well, there's a- The hair, the boobs, the ass, like- There's something very sexy, and I told him this. There's something very sexy when you are with a woman and there's this change that happens in this in a female and that change sometimes women are shy sometimes they're insecure or whatever but there's certain women that are so confident that there's a look in their eyes that turns animalistic mm. and that animalistic look is what i call being a selfish lover which is the best kind of lover be a selfish lover because you will please yourself and your partner and i don't mean selfish in that like selfish way i mean selfish in a way of like i am having sex for me to get off not for the other person that the other person worry about themselves but if i get off I will ultimately make you get off trying to get myself off. Right. It's a it's a good it's a good theory to have, but it's also more important as a mindset. Hashtag swinger. Hashtag Uni swinger university. Hashtag uh, join our classes. Hashtag <laughs> night classes. <laughs> uh, I forget what I was saying. What that was she turned animalistic. She turned animal animalistic. I hope they come to Antigua. By the way.
way. Yeah. Really do. The, the, the topper to all of that is we got into a little argument. And I'll finish up with this. But the, the, I think the, the thing that we pulled off we should be most proud of is one of the things that we were fighting about, and I say fight, I don't mean fight, fight, was air fryers. Mm-hmm. Now they brought up air fryers and we got into a little spat about, do you need oil to cook in an air fryer? Do you not need oil to cook in an air fryer? And they said, no, you do not need oil. And I said, I think you do need oil. You need a little bit of oil. Yeah. Cause and it's she, called a fryer. She said, no, 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 you do not. And I said, I don't believe you. And we talked about air fryer and they were trying to sell us on air fryers, almost as if they owned stock in an air fryer company and right. they were trying to sell us an air fryer. And then we went to the store, we went to Liverpool finally, yes. and we took a photo of us with an air fryer, but we did not purchase it because it turns out they're kind of expensive. <laughs> and uh, just just a few days ago, we showed up. And I don't know how they pulled this off because literally Mexico is so confusing. There was a gift here at our doorstep. Those bitches got an air fryer sent to our fucking door. So they not only fucked the shit out of us, uh-huh. which we should have, I feel like we should have paid them. Like I should have given them something. <laughs> a car. Uh, yeah, here. <laughs> Take the car, whatever. What you, do you deserve need? it. Thank you for that. Uh, not only that, but they gave us an appliance. And I feel like that was not only really classy, but really original and uh, unforgettable. Unforgettable. We, we immediately used the air fryer. We just took it out of the box and just fried the first thing that we could see air fried. And by the way, don't need oil. You don't. You do not need oil. So I was surprised about that. But now, every time we use that air fryer, which is every day. <laughs> Um, I, th- I think of them. That's what you should do. Buy someone a gift that they're going to use every day. But you don't think that she was sending it because you're a husky. I think that was probably part of the reason. <laughs> yeah, She's it like, also here. You don't have to use oil. Think of all the weight you're going to lose. Uh, yeah, it also came with workout shorts <laughs> and a gym membership. <laughs> yeah, she sent a few things with it: a headband and a ball gag. <laughs> I've never received a, a kitchen appliance as as a thank you as as a as a parting gift. Jesus Christ, I, I I just I can't thank them enough. Again, they've set a new bar. Yeah, by the way. So every time you know, if you end up in bed with us, next is a uh, is a refrigerator. I think. <laughs> Then we listen. We got to do some good shit to get that one. Yeah, I'll do whatever. Uh, yeah, but uh, one of the ones with the screen on the front <laughs> that my friend has and can't doesn't know how to use. Yeah, the complicated ones. The, the weather's always wrong. It's just no point. Uh, before we end, I want to be very. I want it to be very clear to you. We're probably not having sex with hotter people ever again. Okay. Unless we hire them. Mm. I and don't even even, th- even then, yeah. I honestly, I don't think you could hire anyone with bodies that look better than that. All right, I I don't think we're ever going to have sex with hotter people or, or younger. Well, maybe younger. Yeah, maybe younger. Yeah. You yeah. tend to do pretty well. I don't know why you do it, but man, you pull them in. It's with chloroform. <laughs> Remember too much of a good thing is still a good thing. Too much of a good thing is still. What? Lava's back. You know what I'm talking about. Bikini Addiction's hottest color. It's been six months and it's finally back and it's called Lava because there was nothing else you could call it. Yeah, it's sizzling hot. And you know what? It is the the most commented picture that you have on social media is you in that lava color. That is true. 
or I just made it up. They have a special running right now. You buy two pieces and you get a free bikini binder while supply lasts. How do they do that, Lauren? Starting Thanksgiving for Cyber Sale, go to bikiniaddiction.com and put two pieces in your cart and enter promo code CYBER77 and you will get a free bikini binder. Or as always, use promo code ROOM77 for 10% off. Bikini Addiction is the only bikini company that not only cares about making you look good, they're the only company that cares about the ethical treatment of animals. They are the only company that doesn't test their bikinis on animals. I don't know if you've ever seen a bulldog in a thong, but some of them have really huge balls. It is embarrassing (laughs) and super uncomfortable. So where do they go to get this bikini, Lauren? Bikiniaddiction.com. All right, everybody, that is about it. If everybody wants to know, yes, that couple did wind up booking Antigua. So they will, in fact, be there. Yay! Making every one of us look like absolute (laughs) shit. I'm going to keep sending them, like, cookie baskets and stuff so they just get fat for Antigua. I'm not. I'm going to use them for the posters. (laughs) That's a better idea. Yeah, they're just marketing. (laughs) Even if I have to use everything from the chin down. (laughs) I'm going to superimpose my head. Make sure if you're interested in Antigua to go to room77life.com and check it out July when is it 29th through August 5th you can put a deposit down now and it's fully refundable until January 15th so so hurry up hurry up that's what she's saying hurry up and if you want to travel anywhere you want to travel to a clothing optional place or family style reach out use my box it supports us in the podcast at room77life.com click use Lauren's box and if you book five nights or more I will give you a free bikini Regarding the last episode, I made a comment about tie tie women in a basket, a bouncing basket. Uh-huh. And at our, our takeover, that sensation that we just had, uh-huh. which explains your raspy voice yeah. because you just barely got it back already. <laughs> I was approached by a beautiful woman who is in fact Thai and they were just in Thailand and she said I just want to let you know that the uh, Thai woman in a basket bouncing up and down off your cock does exist we had it done no way yes you didn't tell me that I know I was busy I didn't have time but I was jumping up and down like a child and uh, I also booked tickets to Thailand oh my god so there is that um, we did We I know we usually have two uh, segments Segments in the in the podcast, but we ran a little bit short this time because of the takeover. We had a lot to do. We didn't have as much time to do two segments this time, so we had uh, bed hoppers fill in for us. I said, "Hey guys, we're, we're short a little bit of time. Can uh, we don't we don't have a lot of time to record anything extra? Can you can you fill in a little bit for us?" They said, "Yeah, yeah we'll come up with something great." I said, "Great, of course they did. send it over <laughs> and." Uh, here it is. So we hope you love it. It's about a minute and a half of, of just filler. <laughs> this is Mr. H of the Bedhoppers podcast providing Room 77 with a number of drop-in themes that they can use throughout the course of their podcast. So if you're listening to this, this is us filling time to make sure their podcast is filled with quality content. Firstly, I'm going to describe the contents of my room. Now looking around, this is our front room or our living room if you prefer. I can see a number of pictures across our walls. Uh, the first one is a, a drawn picture of the Transformer Bumblebee, followed by Godzilla. There's a picture of an old dog. Uh, that was Burberry, the predecessor to Yoko. There's a number of pictures throughout the room. Following this, there's some Spaceballs ones uh, under the guise of the Schwartz Awakens. There's a delightful Robocop one. Then we've got a signed poster by Tenacious D. 
Jack Black and Carl Gass have signed themselves. Moving further along, there is a Gorillaz print signed by Jamie Hewlett, the artist that designed all the characters. And then there's a Samurai Jack picture that's straight off of Cartoon Network. Now, looking further around the room, there are a host of Transformers placed in and around the, the, the front room or the living room again, uh, followed by a bunch of gremlins. There's a life-size one. There's a dog, uh, Yoko, sat here, uh, guarding me patiently, waiting me, wait, waiting for me to provide her with treats. Uh, there's a number of weights, equipment pieces around the front room uh, so that I can work out in between calls because that's how incredibly vain I am. Anyway, I hope you're enjoying this extra content that I have recorded uh, just for you, Room 77 listeners. There you have it. Thank you, Bed Hoppers. That was absolutely riveting. <laughs> And I hear next week, Mrs. H is going to describe her bedroom. <laughs> we all can't wait. Pins and needles. Thank you, everybody. We will uh, see you next time. <laughs> Bye, guys. And that about does it for us. For more information, photos, or to contact us, go to room77podcast.com. Thanks for stopping by Room 77. We had a blast. Now get your clothes and get out. Remember too much, oh.